Hey, Tom, Joe Amrosino, 7 News Boston. How are you? Good. Uh, Saturday is the Hall of Fame announcements. I understand you wrote a letter on behalf of Ty Law. I'm yeah. just interested if you can describe what Ty brought to the game and why he's so deserving. Yeah, Ty was an incredible player. I got to the team and, uh, you know, he had already kind of established himself as one of the top players in the league at that position. And uh, obviously having Michigan ties, um, I knew a lot about him. And he was an incredible player for our team and then went on to some other teams and was their best corner too. And you know, I played against a lot of great corners over the years and ties right up there with, with the best of them. I wonder if, there, if there's a sense of pride you have that, that you and Jared are both from the same part of the country, especially when you consider, you know, Julian and C.J. Anderson, Marcus Peters, you know, yeah. several big names uh, from there. And then the follow-up to that would be, I heard you on Monday, you and Jared kind of know some of the same people. Is that through the, you know, being NFL quarterbacks or does it kind of predate that stuff? Uh, you know, being from, from Northern California, I think there's always, uh, you know, you follow those guys and, um, watched CJ for a while. Obviously, Jared know, knew his background. Marcus from Oakland, and um, you know, Jules and I feel like we, you know, are brothers in a way. And uh, just a lot of a lot of great memories from growing up in that area. And um, yeah, it's pretty uh, it's pretty cool. I think NorCal's represented pretty well in this Super Bowl. I've gotten to know Jared just a little bit. Yeah, we do have some mutual friends. Um, it's it's a pretty small fraternity of quarterbacks in the NFL. So over time, you get to see guys from time to time. But he's had an incredible year. He's a great leader for that team. You know, anytime you can go on the road in the playoffs and win, it tells you a lot about uh, the mental toughness of a team. And certainly, Jared, you know, played, played another great game, as he has all year. Hi, Tom. Susie, how you doing? Good. Susie Culver, ESPN. You, know, you often reference the dedication of being able to play as long as you have. How would you describe the heart and soul that goes into being able to reach nine Super Bowls? Well, I've been, you know, just beyond blessed. I've, I've said that so many times of being, um, you know, just I think when you've been in the position I've been in, you know, you just count your blessings every day. And um, you know, I've just been a part of so many great teams that have had the opportunity to play in this game. And it's, you know, it, it is once in a lifetime, you know, the experience. But, you know, we've just been fortunate to play enough or play, play good enough in the playoffs to advance and then get to play in this game. And um, it's hard to believe that, you know, this is the ninth time doing this. It wasn't always like this. I know, remember it was a little bit smaller back in the day the first time I did it. And all the events have grown. I think the coverage has grown a lot, quite a bit, just from United States to, I'd say, much more global audience. And I think it's, I think it's great. I, I love the sport. Um, you know, so I'm just happy it's grown and happy to see it continue to, to do so well. Okay. Hello, Tom. Jesus Sanchez from Grupo Reforma. Uh, after 19 years of playing for Coach Belichick, what would you say is the favorite football memory you have with him? Well, we've had, you know, just being a part of so many great wins, I think that's obviously why we're playing. And, uh, you know, he makes a big commitment to our team and is always trying to put us in the best position to succeed. Um, I think those moments, you know, he and I have had a lot of meetings together over the years. We meet. Uh, at least twice a week um, going on 19 years. So it's just uh, we've had a great working relationship and you know, I've learned so much from him. He's been a great mentor for me 
uh, taught me so much about football. I was just talking with my friend, you know, how I, you know, see the game now versus how I used to see it. And, um, you know, so much of it is Coach Belichick's influence on me as well as, you know, what Coach Belichick taught Josh McDaniels, who I've worked with for so long. And I did, it's just such a great uh, advantage for me as a young player, or was it an advantage for me as a young player to learn so much and then try to carry that on uh, for as long as I have. So uh, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. Tom Jokiata from NBC10 in Providence. What has uh, James Devlin meant to this team, such as growth over the years from coming in as a practice squad guy? Yeah, he, he kind of worked his way up. And I'd say that's kind of the, a lot of guys on our team have done that. And uh, James has just, he built a role for himself from the moment that he got to our team. And he really took on that role as a kind of more of a traditional fullback. And, um, you know, we count on him in, in the biggest moments, short yardage, goal line situations. We've given him the ball. Obviously, throwing, it, throwing passes to him like we did last week. So he's become a very versatile weapon for us. And, uh, you know, I just love having him in there. He's, he's the ultimate teammate. And, you know, going to Brown and being pretty close and then, you know, coming to the Patriots and was selected to the Pro Bowl last year. He's just, he's a great guy. He's a great husband. He's a great father. Um, he's something, you know, we all, someone we all look up to. That's pretty good. Tom, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to sing, I promise. That's a nice break in the action. You should have a stage. You should be up here on stage. That was a pretty good movie. <laughs> Wonderful, thank you. Tom, Tara Sullivan from the Boston Globe. Um, this is a little different, not quite that different, but back in the You don't week, want to sing your question? No, Go for it. No, you don't it. want me to sing, trust me. Um, the week that you guys beat Green Bay, uh, the Red Sox were there to celebrate their World Series championship, and yeah. um, when you came out of the locker room, you know, they were there. You probably wouldn't know this, but Steve Pierce, who held the door open, uh, was the World Series MVP, is an enormous Patriots fan, the whole family, crazy. And I'm just curious if you can appreciate that from another pro athlete, if you can appreciate, even just reflect on what he did kind of the way he exploded as a, as a sports icon now in Boston. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I think that, uh, you know, being in Boston for, you know, the last 19 years, I've just, you know, you follow all these teams and the Celtics and the Red Sox and the Bruins and what they've done and accomplished. It's, it's become such a great uh, area. You know, it's just not Boston, but it's the whole New England region. And I think we enjoy their success. And, I mean, how many memorable moments have we had running out on opening day to throw out first pitches uh, at Fenway, which is, you know, another once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So, you know, I'm just I'm grateful for the support from all the players uh, in our area. Um, you know, we feel the same way about them. So, uh, hopefully, they're all cheering us on. And, uh, you know, it's again, it's it's very cool to be a part of you know such a unique place at a unique time. Hi, Tom. Patrick Zumi, German TV, Pro 7. Now, with your football IQ and your experience, is coaching something that you would consider after your career, or would uh, Giselle be opposed to that? From coaching? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, uh, who knows? I'll never say never anything. It's probably unlikely at this point, but um, I still got a little playing left, and we'll figure out what's, what happens after that. You're welcome, Thank you.
Hopefully, I visit there this year. I know. Hey, Tom. Alex Merritt, University of Georgia. Uh, can you just speak to the mental fortitude that this team has had throughout the season, despite a bit of a slow start and a lot of negative energy coming in from the fans? Well, it's, it's, I think the football season is, I mean, it's a long, you know, there's obviously a lot of games. It's a long season. And it's, it's a lot like climbing a mountain. It's a lot like running a marathon. Um, you have some really great moment, moments of achievement, and then you have some disappointing things that happen. And uh, you got to kind of figure out your way as you go. And the goal is to reach the top, and only one team really reaches the top top. We're pretty close, um, as the Rams are. But it's, it's tough, and it's a struggle, and it's a daily grind in um, discipline, determination, mental toughness, all those things that are really intangible to an individual, maybe things you can't necessarily measure. But in the end, that probably matters more than anything you can measure. And I think, guys, how they bring a positive, competitive, winning attitude every day is, you know, been a, a great culture for me to be around. And I think there's been so many players that I've played with that represent those things that, you know, the reason why we've been to nine Super Bowls was because guys, you know, they want to they want to bring their best and compete every day for the teammate next to them. And you never want to let your teammates down. And I think we just had so many great teammates, some I've seen this week, some that I've got great text messages or emails from. And, uh, you know, we'll represent those guys. They'll be watching this team, seeing if we kind of embody the same characteristics that those championship teams had. And obviously, we got one game to try to prove it. Tom, Amanda Baliona, CBS Sports. Uh, could you just speak to how tremendous your offensive line has been for you, especially in the playoffs, and how important they are, how much confidence you have in them as you go up against the toughest defense on Sunday? Yeah, third, I love talking about them, so we could talk about them all night. And, uh, you know, what they've done this year from Trent coming in in a trade from San Francisco, Joe Tooney his third year, and uh, starting three Super Bowls, David Andrews, another Georgia Bulldog, uh, you know, welcoming us to the state, but been one of my great friends, Shaq, at Georgia Tech, where we're practicing. And Marcus, who's kind of manned that right tackle position uh, for as well as he had. And Ted Karras, who doesn't play a lot, but is a great guy, great teammate in LA. And uh, they're just a great group. They work so well together. They've got the best O-line coach in history coaching them, who holds those guys to such a st high standard every day. And uh, they're, they're the heart and soul of our offense. I mean, when, they, when they're firing on all cylinders, I mean, I think that's, that's why we as an offense are able to do those things. So. Um, you know, the passing game starts with them. The running game starts with them. We've kind of over the last four or five weeks been really efficient at both of those in different times and different ways, and, and we really needed it. So counting on those guys when we need it most, obviously going into this game against the best D-line in football is a big challenge, and uh, that's what these games are all about. They're big challenges, and they're very difficult to win. Everyone's going to have to play well, not just offensive line, but we've all got to do our job, and uh, we've been talking about it for – 11 days, and uh, we're talking right about it up, right up until game time. And, uh, you know, it starts with those guys up front. Hey, Tom, Yanni Karakas, WPRI in Providence. How are you? Good. How are you doing? One game season, you only have so many plays left. Yeah. Uh, you and Josh and Bill have worked together for so long with an encyclopedia of plays in your back pocket. 
how do you manage to find the ones that you think will succeed and how often are you altering that plan once the game begins? Yeah, you always put together the plan and you try to, um, you know, you wish you would always go to plan. It, it probably uh, rarely does that, but you have, you know, you try to scout the other team, you try to, you know, watch the tape and you try to get a feel for how they play defense and then you try to develop a game plan around that. And uh, it, it adjusts right up until game time and then once you start the game and after the first series, you're already making adjustments. So, you know, hopefully we can, you know, we've, we've put together a plan that we feel can be effective. Again, these guys challenge you in a lot of different ways. So. Uh, you just you can't relax for one play. It comes down to execution. Once the game plan's been installed, that part of it's finished, and you gain confidence through practicing things and watching them work. Therefore, you can play with some anticipation. And if you can do that, you know it's a good feeling to have entering the game, and that's where you always want to be. And then, you know, once the game kicks off, you gotta, you know, you just gotta call the best plays you think are gonna help us win, and we gotta go out and execute them. Tom, Shane McGuinness from 3AW Radio in Melbourne, Australia. I, I'm just curious, with all your Super Bowl experience, does your routine change in the week leading up to the game itself? Do, do you change it year in, year out, or do you go back four years and, and keep a similar routine going into the big game? I think it all changes kind of on a, on a yearly basis. Um, and I, I think it's just whatever I feel like I need. I, I was saying the other day, the last Super Bowl against Philly last year, I didn't practice much the first week, not even much on the first day. Um, year before that, I did. Year before that, against it's always been a little bit different. So you just kind of go with what you feel you need, whether it's more film study, more treatment, more practice, more rest. Um, all those things come into play. We only have so much time in a day. All of us, you have to allocate you know, whatever time you think to where it really fits appropriately. And, uh, you know, I feel like I've kind of done what I needed to do to get to this point. I, we still have one more day of practice, which I'm looking forward to, and then really nail down the game plan and get set to play. Okay, last question, second row right now. Hi, Tom. Steve Futterman from CBS News. Congratulations being here yet Thank again. You. Obviously, you're older than you were the first time you played the Rams in the Super Bowl. All of us are. Yep. I want to know, if you nice for someone else to acknowledge that. <laughs> We're all getting a little older. But no one Not cares about me. me getting older. I want to know if you can self-reflect a bit in talking about how you, in some ways, might be a better quarterback and, unfortunately, in some ways, might have lost a step or two in certain areas of your skills you know, over these years. Um, I think I'm a better player now than I was in 2001. <laughs> I don't think I was the, the, uh, the best player uh, you know, I could possibly be at that point. I think there's been a lot of work and effort over the years to try to get to where I'm at now. And um, you know, it's really about playing at a championship level. I think that takes a different shape every year based on how the team is set up. Um, my first few years, we, were, we relied very heavily on the defense to keep the scores low in the games. I kind of did my part situationally where I needed to when I was called upon. And, uh, you know, as things have changed, I'd say, you know, our offense has developed and grown and we become more efficient on offense. Um, our defense has had some incredible years. And I'd say we're a pretty balanced team now. So between offense, defense, special teams, I think all of us are in a position where we can make an impact on the game. We're going to have to. This is another team that has a good defense, a good offense, and good special teams. And that's why we're both playing in this game. So. 
Um, playing in this game, you know, you, you have the two best teams, and you fight it out, and just one team wins. And, you know, there's no do-overs. This isn't any retakes and Hollywood scripts or anything. This is live bullets, and we got to go out there and get the job done under pressure. I'm looking forward to it. So thank you, guys. Have a good afternoon.